I'm in a pretty good mood, and I am awake. Whoa, whoa, what? <laughs> and also, I know, and me and Tyler have already formulated a plan to talk about the hotness of every person. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait. So, I, so I'm ready. It's like I'm reborn. <laughs> Lauren, Lauren uh, is rising, like... From like a phoenix from the ashes. <laughs> I mean, is it a, like a phoenix if this is the first episode she's ever been awake for? <laughs> <laughs> Did you do a clap or you're not doing that? No, I'm gonna do it in a second. Okay. I'm to make sure I can see the game on my laptop. <laughs> we can we can both dramatically scream Terry at the same time instead. <laughs> yes, I like that better. Do it. <laughs> okay, three, two. One. Terry! Terry! <laughs> Terry the Tangela. Fuck you, Kevin Punt. <laughs> Fucking Kevin Punt. Fuck, fuck you, be Kevin. in jail. We're gonna start this episode with a quick shout-out to Brian David Gilbert. Yes. <laughs> and Patrick... Gil. I was well, gonna less say of, Gil. Less of a shout-out and more of a love letter. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we love you both dearly, and you're everything to us. <laughs> I've I've never I've played like three video games in my whole life, but I'm that's obsessed with favorite, this video gaming channel. That's my favorite thing. Is, is that. That's what Tyler Lauren doesn't like video me. games either, and I and I watched the first Unraveled, and I said, Lauren, you have to watch this. I know you don't understand anything about what he's talking about, but I think you're gonna like it. And I, and I was hooked. That's all it took. The, the, um, I, I I've played Pokemon, so this was the first one really made for me. I don't know if I connect with any of the games, though, really. That's okay, do you ever, Did you ever play Kingdom Hearts at all when I played Kingdom Hearts? No, I did a little bit, but I don't know any of the storyline. But I Nobody do. Does. I, un- I do understand it a little bit. Uh, and I hate Super Smash Brothers. It might be my my least favorite game I've ever played in my life. I'm not good at Super Smash That's Brothers, bold. but I like it. I know, it's a pretty hot take. I don't know why, because... I, I don't know. I really don't know why. I, I just, just like to play as. It. I just like to play as Kirby and just like jump around. Kirby is a very good Smash player. It's like because I'm bad at that game, but not in a fun way. Because like I'm bad at. I used to play Call of Duty at my friend's house all the time, and I was bad in a fun way. <laughs> <laughs> and this, I'm just bad, and it's not fun for the, me. The best thing I ever did in Smash Brothers was when you play as Link. You can pull out a bomb and then you can throw it at people. And it's like a lit fuse bomb and then you throw it at people. And I was playing as Jigglypuff and my friend was playing as Link. And he pulled out a bomb and then I used Jigglypuff to sing a song which made Link fall asleep with the bomb in his hand. And then it blew up. (laughs) And it's the best thing I've ever done in that game. I was really proud of it. When I play... Probably an OSHA violation. I (laughs) I usually end up getting one to zero kills game but just the other week i got seven out of nowhere and it was arguably my proudest achievement of college <laughs> i'm proud of you thank you i hate the Ninto- the nintendo one where the dogs pop up that's horrifying or <laughs> had nintendo dogs she had a 3d three uh nintendo 3d no just a ds nintendo ds yeah i didn't have a 3ds no i played that shit all the time yeah I had lots of games. <laughs> yeah, when's when's the Nintendogs pink. unraveled? Oh, I'm <gasps> sure we'll get one eventually. Um, finally, a game I've played. <laughs> <laughs>
pre little pre heads up note uh, to start the podcast before we really get into it is that there's a party at Quinn's house right now. Oh, yeah, I, I was gonna say that after Tyler inter- Should we introduced. Get, we can wait. We can wait. Yeah. I, I no, the, now it's fine. Okay. I guess. Yeah, there's a party at my house currently, and um, yeah, so it's gonna be a little loud probably. Because <laughs> I have already heard people's voices. Yeah. Well, like, here's, here's here's what we'll do. We'll add, Lauren can add, like, laughter effects whenever we make jokes throughout the episode, and then we can say it's a live episode in front of an audience. (laughs) And they're just, like, drunk talking, people are, like, drunk at the bar in the back of the stage, and we're, like, you know, doing it live in front of a big crowd. Tyler, you make it seem like I don't edit these in, like, half an hour. (laughs) (laughs) And just skip around. It's normally fine because I live in the basement, but when we have parties, the only bathroom we let people use is the bathroom in the basement. So it's just me in a bathroom down here and everyone who has to be. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they should stop by. Yeah. <laughs> have them say hi. They can be guests on the show. It, it, like... I'll, it, it'll be a strange experience if you're just like waiting to pee and there's just a guy in a room talking to no one. <laughs> there's um a podcast that I... Uh, have found recently by a viner that I really loved. It's called Podcast But Outside. And they literally just set up a table and record a podcast outside and they have a sign that says um, do you want to be a guest on our podcast? We'll pay you one dollar. <laughs> That's great. So people, when they're ready, they put the sign down and then like people will just come up and sit down and they just talk to them. <laughs> and then give them that. a dollar. <laughs> <laughs> it's very good and they also film it so you could see like they're just recording it and like people are like walking in front of them <laughs> it's very good it's a very good idea all right ready to get started yeah all right come on in guys welcome to another episode of survivor Edge of Extinction edition of Snuffed. See, I didn't forget the name of the show. This time the come on in, guys, is for everyone walking by Quinn's door. Yeah, please, Quinn. Did you give, hear give, that? Give How a, well time that was. Give a hearty <laughs> come on in, guys, to the people in the bathroom basement. That is one of my worst nightmares ever. <laughs> okay, so we literally, we have a sign that points towards the bathroom. But if I'm down here for any reason during, like, a party, for some reason, someone opens my door. And it's like, there's a sign. There should be. If it happens when you're down there, you just know it happens when you're not down there. Well, I you, know, that's what's the most frustrating. Quinn, you could fix it by putting um, a sign in between the bathroom door and your door. And, and one has a torch and says, this way to the bathroom, <laughs> and then this way <laughs> to end your game. <laughs> <laughs> And then you kill them. Yeah, yeah, it sounds like a death threat when I put to end your game. Well, welcome to Survivor Basement of Extinction. <laughs> so this is a uh, this is so I'm Lauren. Yeah, that's Lauren. I'm Tyler. Quinn's in a basement. You guys were kind enough to introduce me for my E. Oh, yes. Tyler, why do you have masking tape on your watch? The people can't see that. <laughs> I can't either, so I want to know. Uh, I didn't have regular tape at work, and I had masking tape, so I fixed it with masking tape. You should maybe get a new watch. 
yeah, they're expensive, and I don't have any money. <laughs> <laughs> right, we've been over this. <laughs> I can't. Yeah. I can't wear watches because my wrists get too sweaty when I try, mm-hmm. and it's really upsetting. Same thing with I sunglasses. So I just have to like be blind because like the bridge of my nose gets really wet for some reason when I'm wearing glasses. I always get like the red marks on the under my eyes when I take them off. It's it's because and the other thing, I look fucking good in glasses. <laughs> so it's really upsetting. Um. So <laughs> I just want everybody to know <laughs> for the listeners that Lauren said so and then just stared off into the distance. <laughs> so that was weird. <laughs> Um, so yeah, this is a... This I was, it was because I couldn't decide if I wanted to comment on the fact that we have a lit Christmas candle. <laughs> I mean, the Christmas candle is very lit, but we also put it on fire. A lit. <laughs> God, that was annoying. Yeah. Of me. <laughs> well, well, Lauren, if you're going to point out the Christmas candle, I guess we should also point out that you're wearing a shirt that says slay all, <laughs> slay all day. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot I was wearing a Christmas shirt. Oh, why'd you buy that? <laughs> I but it's spelled. It's I. But listen, Quinn, you have to understand that the shirt, and this is important for the viewers, the listeners at home who are not viewers and can't see that Lauren's shirt says "Slay All Day," but it's spelled S L E I G H. It is a Christmas shirt, <laughs> and it has a sleigh on it. Are you, Somebody are you loved that pun. <laughs> <laughs> what? Are you just in a Christmas mood? Here's the thing. <laughs> <laughs> this is, um, I bought, uh, it was like this, I got an ad on Facebook and it was like, get four shirts and guaranteed one sweatshirt for like $40 and they're all Christmas themed. And I'm like, oh, that's fun. Some of those are cute. And then I got the worst ones. <laughs> so I have this one and I sleep in it all the time. But this time, I wore it to work out in our basement, because I won't wear it, wear it to work out at the gym or in public at all. <laughs> and then it just so happens that this Christmas candle was the only candle in the room. Um, so I didn't purposely buy this <gasps> shirt. Oh. Sorry, I was startled. <laughs> Did someone just buy something? Did someone come in your room? No, I saw... I. Uh, I'll admit, I did. I occasionally do a quick scroll of Twitter during this podcast. Naturally. And this tweet came up, which I'm sending to you in the DMs currently. But it's um, Jacob Sartorius posted a shirtless selfie, and he has the body of a man and a face of a child, and it's very unsettling. Aww. Oh no! I know. I'm so scared. Oh, and he has his fingernails. Oh what? Too. No. Why? It's very scary Ooh, looking. It's to also me. very important to point out that the caption is "You look a lot like my next girlfriend." <laughs> yeah. He's also that kind too. of holding his crotch a little bit. It's just like he's just like his, he has the face of a child. I don't know, and it's really freaking me out. I'm so happy that Millie Bobby Brown moved on. Bigger, better things. That was really upsetting to me. She can do much better. All right. Survivor. 
Yeah, this is a Survivor podcast. I know that that's surprising based on the last 15 minutes of conversation. But, uh, yeah, we talk about Survivor on this show. Um, we're talking about Edge of Extinction right now. We missed last week's episode because... Uh, I refuse to talk about it. Yeah, Lauren Lauren was so distraught by losing her first person on her tribe that she refused to speak to us for a week. Tyler was not in New York. This is the sole and, reason. Yeah, I definitely didn't I go to WrestleMania. In... <laughs> and... and Quinn was not in Nashville. Yeah, we just both didn't say, like, ah, fuck it, and went on vacation. <laughs> no, the sole reason was that... Lauren was like, I can't talk about this, I'm very upset. And we were like, what? Uh, what? Did you say something? We're in... We're on vacation. <laughs> <laughs> and I was at work... Mm, being sad fun. about Survivor. <laughs> um, also a fun thing, you know, before we talk about Survivor... Yeah, of course. Me and Tyler will be ordering food at one point in the middle of this podcast. Oh, good. So that's fun. So that, yeah, we <laughs> it's going to be interesting. Stay Again, tuned, the, like, there's no way to tell how loud it's going to become <laughs> in my end. <laughs> Truly. This is a very exciting ride that we're about to go much, on. Much, much like the Tribal Council that ended this week's episode, this is a live podcast. <laughs> it's a lot happening here. Well, I, I think it, 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 for some reason, whenever we do double apps, like when it's our fault, they end up being like two apps that pair very nicely together. Yeah. Like the, the story of like the first one always ends up like correlating well with the second one, which I guess it's uh, every two episodes should if they're in conjunction. Right. But I feel like these two boots are related for, you know, yeah. I don't know what I'm saying. I, yes, this, the results of this uh, vote directly were affected by the vote before. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it did pair very well together. Let's talk about the first episode quickly. Yes. Yeah. We, we're not going to, we're not going to draw on it. <laughs> yeah. So, oh, the first note that I have is that after Tribal they were all confused as to what happened to Wendy and Keith <laughs> which was funny because they were like oh come in it's the Tribal and then Wendy and Keith just like or not the Tribal the jury and then Wendy and Keith weren't there but they j- had just seen them <laughs> they're like what happened to Wendy <laughs> <laughs> wait that's not this episode is it that's last episode oh that's just my first note of this episode and that um, Aurora was blindsided and will side with anybody and Ron starts telling David and Rick that Lesu voted for them, um, which I do not remember if that was true or not at this point. <laughs> and then Wardog has a good plan. That doesn't seem right. I know. I Elaborate. <laughs> um, so I believe his plan was to get Lesu and Aurora. Um, to vote and then make them draw rocks because they probably don't have anyone that they would draw rocks for. Oh, no, no, no. He just wanted them to draw rocks, I guess. I don't remember. Then we cut to Extinction Island and Joe says, I just have a quote from Joe that says, Ugh, this stupid game. I love it so much. Oh, <laughs> Joe. And then I have a note that he looks exactly like Jack Sparrow. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, like... A more handsome Jack Sparrow. Yes. 
because fuck yeah. Johnny Depp. Less... <laughs> yeah, agreed. exactly. And less makeup and jewelry. <laughs> and better hair. Um, much better hair. I would die to have and his then... hair. I'd do anything. Was... It's so gorgeous. <laughs> I almost said I would die to have him. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm back. <laughs> uh, and then. I'm assuming that this was the reward challenge because my next note just says winners: Aurora, Devon's War Dog, Victoria. Sure. So, I, I, I'm looking yeah. at my notes, and honestly, none of them make sense now. It's been so long. That's why I'm just kind of rolling through what I have. Um, I also have a quote from Julie that says, "Now I know what it's like to not have a reward." Oh, because <laughs> this was the first time that she didn't have one. Oh, oh hold on. <laughs> I'm busy currently. <laughs> yes. Have her come in. Uh, you yeah. can come in for a second. What? You can come in for a second. Wait, I'm in. I said you can. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm podcasting. I said yes. <laughs> Hi. 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 How are you guys? It's Kelly. Oh, hey, Kelly. Lauren says hi. <laughs> does she does she want to be a guest for? <laughs> I think she's good. Yeah, I will okay. when I'm done. Yeah. Bye. What are you doing? I'm podcasting. Quinn, ask her. Oh, Quinn, ask yeah. her what she thought of the April third episode Wait, of Survivor. I, I guess. Yes, come on in. Okay, bye. <laughs> Quinn, Quinn, no, Quinn, ask her what she thought of the April third episode of Survivor. <laughs> she's already gone. No. There, there were four people talking at once. I was very overwhelmed. <laughs> I loved your interaction before she walked in the door. <laughs> good. You can good come stuff. in. Quinn, you can come in. Quinn, I'm coming in. <laughs> oh, what was that? Oh, I was going to say, we forgot. What did she think you were doing? <laughs> well, see, I texted her and said, hey, yeah, I'll be up at the party later. I'm podcasting right now. So she knew all oh. of that. <laughs> Okay. What were you saying? Oh, I was going to say, we need to talk about how Joe is now engaged. Oh, yeah. yeah. He's engaged now. To Game Changer Sierra Don Thomas. We talked about it. What a Game Changer. Yeah. Am I right? Am I right, ladies? Totally deserving of that title, Sierra Don Thomas. <laughs> All right. Yeah, that, we, I just wanted to bring it up. <laughs> good for him. Good for her. I tried yeah, to type in, I want that. everybody to know right now that I tried to type in Sierra Del Thomas. Del Thomas. Del Ta- Del- Sierra Del Taco. <laughs> 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 well, the thing. I typed that in on Google, doing my best to try to figure out how to spell her name. And it ended up with, <laughs> with Sierra. Just thinking I said Series Del Thomas. So it brought me to the Google page for Thomas and Friends. Thomas and <laughs> <laughs> Um, happy for them. It was cute. Congrats. Right. Yes. Sierra Don Thomas is how it is written and pronounced. Which I'm learning now. <laughs> Alright. I don't even remember her on Game Changers. I think I did. I didn't well, I didn't remember. No I couldn't really remember from her first season either because she didn't change a bunch of game. Ooh. 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 Shots fired. The only game changing she did was changing the definition of what game changing is. Ooh, more shots fired. She changed Joe's game. 
Yeah, I mean, jo Joe's... <laughs> that's the great thing about Joe is consistency. <laughs> um, Alright, so... War Dog's plan is actually a good plan. And I'm pretty sure Rick says that at some point. It's just like, I can't believe I'm saying this, but War Dog has a good plan. Yeah. Um, but his plan is to get Lesu and Aurora in, because Aurora feels like she's on the outs. So trying to get them to vote for the same person, the Lesu, or the, uh, what's the other one? That's not Wh Lesu? Kama. Comma. comma. Trying to get the, the other comma six, and then they would have to pull for rocks. Because it's like, well, we have the same likelihood of going home <laughs> at this point. Um, so, War Dog has to convince Rick to vote for them. So, instead of having David go talk to them, like a normal strategy, plan, they had... Where Wardog just takes it upon himself to go talk to Rick, and it doesn't go over well. He refuses to work with Kelly. Um, doesn't think it's a good idea. David's trying to explain to him that with his experience, you know, like, hey, I have played this game before. Please listen to me. And Rick is just like freaking out. This is, see, this is where I started, kind of really being anti-Rick. See, I'm not anti-Rick. Because he's still being entertaining. I'm just like, you're playing so dumb, bud. I know. That's what... This was like... This was a weird episode where I hated Rick for well, a period of time. I think I'm, Rick by needed the way, to get we'll, his... We'll get to it. Full on board. Yeah. Big, big, in, big into Rick as of now. We had a... We just hit a rough patch. This is... To me, it seemed like he was... He needed to be woken up. He needed to have his eyes opened. And that's what happened at the end of this episode. Yeah. And then once that happened, I think he was, he understood what was going on, but he was being like willfully ignorant and yeah. then he got, he got woke. Cause even like David explaining like, Hey, I've been through this before. Please listen to me. This is how the game works. If you, you're not, whenever you feel confident, you shouldn't be <laughs> kind of thing. And he's not even listening to David. And then he goes, well, can I get my half of the idol bag? And <laughs> David just goes, no. <laughs> I think that, I'm I, hold on to it. Yeah, I love the way he goes, no, I think I'm going to hold on to it. <laughs> I... I was I really got to take back what that I thought David was going to be a mess at the start of the season cuz he is I I'm loving him. David is so I'm like calm for him and so collected seemingly all the time. And I think that's really impressive. He, he's yeah. also he's also turning into some kind of sad dad Cause pirate. Cuz he's always been a target like he's always been a target to get out for some reason. But he he always manages to avoid. But it. he always manages to like get away like get away with it. Mm -hmm. and, uh, and his like the relationship between him and Wentworth is just so amazing. It's very <laughs> this good. this especially the most recent episode. Yeah, was so funny, and it's they're just like the one of the most interesting parts of the season. Yeah, because they're they're like. I'm trying to find like a way to articulate it. It's almost like they're they're like ex husband and ex wife, but they have kids together and have been to like were married for like they're thirty still, years. Yeah. So it's like so they get along, 
but they still have like their issues and their hatred for each other which causes <laughs> them to break up but they still are able to come together when they need to like for their kids weddings yeah. <laughs> like that. and so like when they still have like a love and understanding for each other but they're not like friends there's a moment at the end of this current week's episode where David taps Kelly on the shoulder and she turns around. He just goes, and, hi. Hi. And the reaction is like when you see somebody at a party that you haven't talked to in three years. Like you used to be best You used to friends. be yeah. really close and now you don't talk anymore. And it wasn't just, just... It was hi, remember me. Right. <laughs> and she goes, yes, I remember you. <laughs> it, was, it was wild. Uh, and- or I guess this is completely, we're just skipping ahead. But then it, he was also like, who's the target? And she's like, honestly, it was you. And he was like, yeah. <laughs> that makes sense. I can't, oh man, we gotta, okay, we gotta save all that. Yeah, we gotta get, talk about that. Sorry. We gotta get through this episode so, first. We can't start talking about next time. But it was great because because Rick's like, can I have the other half of the idol? And David goes, no, I'm gonna hold on I think to I'm gonna it. hold on to it. <laughs> and I like how he goes, I he's like, one of us is move. drunk. And I think I'm the sober one, but I don't know. Maybe I'm not, but oh, yeah, I definitely like he, feel like Rick one of us back, is stupid. Rick just got back from the reward. Were they drinking with Chinese food? They might have well, been. I have no memory of this reward. It was Chinese food. But he could have been drunk on actual food. <laughs> I like the part. I like the part where um, where Jeff was like. It was like, you know, you're sitting there, you're watching Survivor, it's a Wednesday night, and you've ordered some Chinese takeout. (laughs) (laughs) Setting the scene. I think we did order Chinese takeout on Wednesday. Probably did. did What you ordering tonight? We don't know. Either pizza or Chipotle. Either pizza or Chipotle. And I think we are ordering it, and it is being brought to us. We are not (laughs) leaving the house. I, I fully understand. What do you think, Gwen? Let's get your your thoughts yeah. on this. Or uh, on pizza or Chipotle. Normally, yeah. when it's me and Tyler for dinner by ourselves, there's three options: pizza, Chipotle, or Japanese food. <laughs> well, which what pizza are we talking? From where? P- pizza Hut or Papa John's? Now, I, leaning towards Pizza Hut, I think. Right. Honestly, especially because Papa John's is problematic AF. Mm-hmm. So I much most... so that at a wrestling show, at a WWE wrestling show this weekend, they played a Papa John's commercial on the Jumbotron, and the crowd booed. Oh, wow. <laughs> not, not as problematic as other fast food restaurants. <laughs> but... What do you think is the most problematic fast food? Chick-fil-A. Oh, yeah. I mean, uh, I, I'd say it's, I, I would say it's a dead tie now, because Papa John's really put in a lot of work to but, get But here's the there. thing. Papa John's fired the racist... And they brought in Shaq. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> and Chick-fil-A, we all thought, were maybe they were turned into the, the corner, but they weren't. And the other thing is people were willing to stop eating Papa John's. Yeah. Right. <laughs> okay, here's my rant. Chick-fil-A's not even that good. Like, see, it's... We've been over this, Quinn, and we will never see eye to eye on this yeah, issue. <laughs> I, I, under- I understand your positions. My thing is, it's I find it flavorless. I think the nugs are very good. See, but here's the thing. I don't like flavor in my food. Yeah, sure. Lauren, <laughs> Lauren does hate flavor. It is, it is a well-established fact about Lauren. 
on Survivor, Jeff was like, we got some big, flavorless food over here. And, and Lauren like, be like, oh, I gotta it. win this one. Uh, Lauren's, like, at the auction, and it's like, she's, he's like, you can get this piece of bread that has not even had salt in it, or a family letter. <laughs> Lauren's like, bread! <laughs> I'll take that bread! <laughs> no, 200. I'll, I'll, Jeff? I'll win the reward, and it'll be, like, uh, like some weird food. I'm good with the rice. <laughs> Lauren, <laughs> Lauren, Lauren's like, Jeff's like, your reward today is burgers. And Lauren goes, awesome. I will have mine with no sauce. <laughs> and Lauren's like... They're like, which sauce? And I'm like, exactly. No sauce. No sauce. He's Wait, like, we didn't put sauce. No sauce on it, please. The reward is cheeseburgers. And Lauren's like, cheese? Yeah. Cheese, meat, bun. That's all That's I want. That's it. <laughs> Hey, oh, I, 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 I was I was saying you'd react negatively to the cheese, but it's good to know you'll at least go that far. No, no, no she's no, good no, with no. the cheese. It's literally... I cannot eat a normal hamburger without cheese. It's Depending on the restaurant, well, I think it's really weird. Is one of these, you're fine with sauce. No, that's incorrect. Burger King. Burger King Burger is King and okay Dairy Queen, I will just order a normal burger that's the weird. way it comes. Why? What's different? Nothing. I don't know. I don't know what. The, I don't know why. <laughs> no, because it's just. What is it? Ketchup, mustard, and a and pickle. Is that it? Yeah. Usually. Because McDonald's, they put onions in it, and I'm not down. I'm not down right. That's that. fair. But then why don't but, you just ask for no onions? You know, I could. <laughs> but I only I will only eat a normal burger from those two places. Anywhere else, it's plain. Okay. Sometimes. Or lettuce. I like lettuce on it too. And sometimes if I'm in the mood, I'll put a I'll put a fried egg on that shit. Because I was gonna say when we go to Bob Evans for breakfast a lot, you 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 always seem pretty diverse with your ordering there. Yeah, because breakfast food I'll eat. I don't even give a shit what it. I will eat, I will <laughs> well, eat all breakfast. Not food. many breakfast foods come with sauce on them. Yeah, that's the thing. It's any. I just it's like, but like it's especially like it's like like a Whopper has mayo on it. That's sauce. Okay. <laughs> you know what I mean? Literally, any any ketchup, mustard, mayo, condiment, any anything. She always calls it sauce, and Jesus, she does not want it. Okay, where does where does sauce end and liquid begin, though? Lauren? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> There's a certain consistency when it gets there. I'm out. What about <laughs> what about soups? Down for soups. Unless... Spaghettis, pastas of any sort. I obviously I'm Italian. I love pasta, but I do not like extra sauce on the pasta. Okay. I like just enough to cover the cover the pasta, and then I'm out. Okay. See, like my least favorite thing is like I'd rather not eat than have like spaghetti. That has like this, like a little bit of sauce ladled on top, so all the noodles on the bottom don't have anything on. So See, I hate I'd that rather too. be hungry you than mix that. It in a little bit, but I have eaten plain pasta with nothing on it for meals. Wow, that's a lot <laughs> Normally, to take in. I obviously would put butter on it. Butter noodles obviously are great. So butter, but I have not eaten, a sauce. No, not a sauce. That was a dumb question. <laughs> I mean, no, with this whenever, point, how do we whenever, know for sure, though? <laughs> <laughs> like, whenever I'm ordering something from a menu and I don't know for sure if what's on it, then I just say no sauce. It just covers my bases. <laughs> <laughs> what's your Chipotle sauce, sauce is also sour cream. <laughs> that counts as a sauce in my head. <laughs> do we put dressings on our salads? If they're oil-based. Okay. So not a ranch? So, like... 
Oh, absolutely not. That's a sauce. That's a sauce. Ranch is a sauce. I'm just trying to. I'm trying to like make sense. <laughs> no oil, oil, but it's it's the creaminess that really grosses me out. Okay. That's why I had such a hard time when we performed in the Doe Close Marathon at six o'clock in the morning, and two people in front of us, their whole bit was that they were like throwing mayonnaise at each other. And we had to go on after them, and the smell was the worst thing I've ever dealt with in my entire life. I don't remember going on. How do you not, Tyler? It was traumatic. (laughs) The only thing I remember is the people who were just eating Taco Bell on stage for 15 minutes before we went on. We we loved them. I respect that. (laughs) That was a great bit. They just talked about the menu and then we're And I told them about that the there's a there's a haunted uh, Taco Bell in Twinsburg, Ohio, and I got to tell them about that, which was fun. But no, it's the creaminess. That's why I like uh, balsamic vinaigrettes, oil and vinegar, Italian dressing. That's all good. Do you like hummus? Anytime there's, I just tried hummus for the first time like two weeks ago. And? <laughs> it was good. I'm not going to eat it regularly, though. Okay. I love chickpeas, but it's the consistency that gets me. I like... I like hummus a lot. I would not classify hummus. I'm a big hummus, hummus guy. No, I don't. I don't call it a sauce. Salsas? No. Guacs? No. No to guac. Yes to. Some Is guac sauces. a sauce? I I don't like guac just because I don't like avocados, but that's different. Thing. It's the mush. I I have never had an avocado. It's because I know they're mushy and I just can't do it. <laughs> my you asked before my chipotle order is rice. <laughs> <laughs> End of sentence. <laughs> and then either chicken or steak. So no beans? Uh, no. I was, get, go- I was gonna say the beans are a little saucy. <laughs> I would have been get, surprised. I will get black beans, but I don't like it because sometimes they just like ladle in, in there and that's gross to me. Well, as but opposed get, to what? When they just sometimes they like let them drain a little bit. Oh okay, you know? got it. So I get black beans. I thought you were like, I hate it with a Scoop the beans when I ask for beans. <laughs> no. Um, so we got we got rice, we got meat, then beans, black beans, and then uh, cheese and lettuce, and that is it. That's my entire Chipotle order. No salsa even? No. I've gotten it before. I don't like it that much. Wow. Well, I think it's weird. Is she doesn't like spicy things, but she gets the steak, which is the spiciest meat. I mean, the barbacoa is right there spicier than that. I don't like the no the barbecue. No, the barbecue is less spicy than the steak. That is not true. That is, if you ask Chipotle what their spicy meat is, they would say it's steak. Well, that's my tongue. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was the chicken. The chicken's the I least like the spicy. Steak, but the like, last couple of times I've gone, I've looked at the steak and it all looked like too rare. That's like, fair. Nah. Have you had the vinaigrette? You might like it. I haven't seen. Is that what if you order a salad? Yeah. Or, but you can get it with anything. I do. I get like a rice bowl and I ask for the vinaigrette because it's so delicious. I might try that. I would be down for that. G- give it a try. I, I, I like it and it's not creamy at all. Yeah. But if ever I was like ordering like a chicken euro or something, like at Buckeye Donuts, I would just get like cheese and lettuce on it. <laughs> so, but is it even a euro without the ziki? No, it's not. <laughs> it's just sauce. chicken and a pita. <laughs> <laughs> All right, moving on. Cream cheese? Sorry, you're right. We should go. We should keep going. Cream cheese is going to be a definite no, right? Yeah, it's right? a hard, hard no on cream cheese. 
What about only, cheesecake? <laughs> I only like cheesecake from Cheesecake Factory, and it has to have a lots of other stuff in it. <laughs> what about cinnamon rolls? Oh, absolutely down for cinnamon rolls. What we've about had, the cream on we've, top? We've eaten cinnamon rolls together very recently. <laughs> You're right. Like one week. <laughs> yeah, it's been like a full week since that happened. <clears throat> no, because that's a glaze. It's different. Oh, okay. <laughs> There's a fine line and it doesn't make any sense. Barbecue sauce also, by the way, I am okay with. Cool. Let's, I don't, I don't like barbecue sauce. <laughs> Oh so, God, Tyler! What the fuck? I like I you know what, I like Carolina style, and what's the other one? Like the, the mustard, real loose kind. Yeah, I like that kind, and I like the mustard based kind. But I don't like like traditional like Kansas City barbecue. I don't like. I don't like that. That's sauce. fucked up. The like what everybody kind of goes like, oh, I'll have barbecue sauce with my nuggets. I don't like that kind of barbecue sauce. Well, I mean, honey mustard's right there, and so much better. But... I would prefer a honey mustard. No. Nah. The barbecue. Unless there's too much barbecue that I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Where the fuck were we? No one remembers. We, the, we, got, we were talking about the reward. Oh, okay. That's what got started on food. Well, the next note I have after all that was that Reem said, I'm not good at puzzles or maps. <laughs> okay, Reem. Oh, I've, I've rethought my position about me being not okay if someone from Extinction Island won and because that came back because I feel like they haven't played. I'd take that back and I'd be okay if Reem won. But that's it. Honestly, I need to. <laughs> I would be so upset. I if would Reem hate won. it, but I'd be like, whatever. And listen, I, and listen, if Reem won, I would win the season and I would be very upset about it. I just like she's been through so much. She like But it's because it. of spite. She's been through so much because she just won't leave. Well, I mean, because she she's just been there for so long and was all alone. I don't know. I think it was Eric when he got to Extinction Island was talking about and he was like, Aubrey is like fueled up. Joe's obviously good. Chris is like a like a master fisher kind of thing. And he's like, and Reem just like won't give up. <laughs> <laughs> Reem's not going anywhere. So, they got another thing to look for on Extinction Island, and Aubrey finds it in, like, a small hole in, a, in the stairs. She finds a key, and then that key leads her to a practice advantage. And she gets an extra vote. I forgot about this, but she got an extra vote to send to someone playing. Who did she send? Oh, Aurora. She sent Aurora. it to Aurora, who has not used it. Was it only good for, like, two? I don't know. Tribals? She should have I don't remember. At that point. Um, yeah, I feel like if you got it, it's expiring, you should use it. My next note is just, I don't remember why or what was happening, but I just wrote, LOL, Wardog loses immediately. <laughs> oh, that would be the challenge. It was the immunity challenge when they're standing, balancing on their tiptoes. What was so funny about this for me is, like, everyone's bar was, like, chorus, where their foot bar was, like, with was correspondent with how tall they were. Because, yeah. like, the head bar was all at the same spot. And Julie's was so high up. She's so short. It, it was, like, extreme. Because I think she was next to, like, War Dog or somebody. And, and then just she the height the, difference was so That's so, so sad because she had the, the hardest fall down then. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she was so high up. Um, so, oh. De- so Devin's loses. And then he goes, oh, five of the fittest now. And oh, yeah. 
And then David goes, Je- I hope you didn't do that just for the joke. Because <laughs> Jeff was like, four, like it was Wentworth Wardog and like two other strong, Eric and like one other Lauren. strong person. No, because Lauren was still on. We'll get to that. Yeah, she was still on at this point. But he, Jeff was like, four of the st- fittest survivors. And then right then, <laughs> Rick falls. <laughs> See, even if he was playing bad, badly, stuff like that like makes me unable yeah. to hate him. Oh yeah, he's the best. Was, we just had a quick ref, ref patch when he was. Being he was a not playing idiot. smart in this episode from a gameplay standpoint. No, I think that's safe to say. So he then, was, it's never good, even if you aren't going to vote with somebody. Being that like willfully ignorant and obtuse when people are trying to talk to you is just not a good. Strategy. No, and you have to at least pretend to hear them out. Yeah. Yeah. So then Victoria looked asleep and was so comfortable. She was in the zone. Um, which is honestly terrifying. I would be very scared of Victoria. Yeah. Um, yeah. She seems then, unfazed by almost everything. So then, though, there are three people left. Mm-hmm. Victoria, Aurora, and Lauren. And Lauren's been looking a little ill the whole time. Yeah, like her like kind of fading in and out of consciousness a little bit. A little bit. And I loved how she was she, like, I'm going to pass out, and then doesn't get off. Yeah. And, you and can, just like, allows tell, herself to. You can, like, look at by just looking at her face that she was unwell. Yeah. And then, yep, passes the cam- out. The camera would get all funky? Oh, yeah. It did the weird stuff, yeah. Yeah, that was fun. And fun little editing moments. I feel like the editors and cameramen are having the most fun with this season than they ever have. I agree. Because, yeah, they get, they're, they've get they been doing a lot of cool little stuff. So then, yeah, she passes out face first onto the stairs. <laughs> it was very scary. It was very scary. Everybody was very upset. Except for Aurora. Who keeps trying to, is just to, to bargain her way into winning immunity against Victoria. While, while Lauren's they're being like, checked on. While they're trying to wake Lauren up. Who is unconscious. <laughs> And maybe dead. <laughs> no one knows. It, honestly, it made me love Aurora. Because <laughs> I thought it was so baller. The, it was very baller. But and everyone was just like, Aurora, what the fuck? Yeah, everybody was <laughs> very upset with Especially Julie. Yeah. And at this point, I wrote down that Aurora has officially opened the gates to where she keeps her chickens. <laughs> she didn't want to She Maybe one or two walked out, but not... She opened the she gates. Still, she still. She opened they the gates. They stayed inside. She still has. She. The she, she let. She let go all the roosters, but she still has the hens to lay eggs. Yeah. <laughs> um. Have you guys ever passed out, fallen unconscious? I have not. No. no. I mean, I've blacked out. Does that count? Is that no. the same? <laughs> no, I've only. passed John Mulaney described that time. as when you when you your brain turns off, but your body keeps going. <laughs> I mean, I like well. Sometimes when I stand up, my vision gets black for a second. Yeah, I've done that. I've but fully that passed out everybody. before. Though. Oh, really? When? Yeah. Are you okay? What? Yeah, it was just a second ago. <laughs> so I guess just the Lawrence. <laughs> Um, no, I was job shadowing in eighth grade. I was job shadowing a vet, and I passed out. <laughs> because of the, like, blood? No, I was supposed to see a, uh, <laughs> oh, what's it called? A, a cat was getting The spayed. snips? Spayed. Uh, um, <laughs> that's what I said. <laughs> but 
I was so nervous to go and do this job shadowing that it was on a Monday and I did not eat at all that weekend. And I didn't eat that morning. Oh, <laughs> like no. I tried, but I didn't eat. And so I think, because I like saw, they sedated the cat. And then we were like, we're walking back to wait for like the cat to like be sedated, to spade it. Yeah. And as we were walking back, I felt like my shoes were just like, bricks like they were so heavy and then i woke up on the floor (laughs) (laughs) oh no and apparently um i like i got into like this other room and then we were in a corner and i remember being in the corner and then i um she said i just like passed out and i was but i held onto the corner so i just was still upright (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and then she had to kind of like get me to like sit on the floor so I was safe and I wouldn't fall over. Oh no! I was I was gonna ask if like the blood was a little too saucy for you. No, and everyone. everyone <laughs> <laughs> I was like, it's, it looks like a sauce. I'm out. No, but like, then I. If, went, if you need to be immobilized, someone needs to just, like, shoot you with a bottle of ranch. And they'll be like, ah! <laughs> like No, gotcha. I was just like, get that away from me! <laughs> no, but then, like, uh, they didn't let me sit in through the surgery, so I just had to sit in a table by myself for I'm sorry. however long it had Lauren literally wanted to be a vet until that day. Yeah, I was like, well, that's not enough for vets. I'm good. Wow. Also, the, am- the amount of animals that I saw shit on the floor while I was there, I was like, this is too much. <laughs> you were only there for a day. I know, Tyler. It was a lot. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, and then I had to do, like, a report and take pictures and stuff because it was, like, a whole thing for school. And I took a picture of the corner that I passed out on and put it on my board. <laughs> I love that. Uh, um... So anyways, so Lauren, other Lauren from the so show Survivor, fully, which is what this show fully, is about. Fully unconscious on the ground. Yeah. Not awake. <laughs> uh, I mean, I, this really made, made me go from who's Aurora to she's like on my top favorites of the season. So they, they, Lauren finally wakes up after a very long time. And they say, Lauren, you just fainted. And she goes, oh, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she goes, she like, she like wakes up and she goes, what happened? They go, you passed out. You fell off. You fell off the thing. And you passed out. She goes, God damn it! It's great. She's <laughs> it was so great. pissed that she wasn't in the challenge anymore. <laughs> <laughs> if um, she would have blacked out but stayed on the podium and then woke up and she was still there, she would have been much. How happier. would that even be possible? <laughs> and then Aurora is still trying to bargain with Victoria. Oh, Aurora was complaining about uh, Victoria. People were cheering for Victoria, but not her. And so then Devin's goes, go Aurora. <laughs> and then everyone laughs and David goes, yeah, I don't think that one counts. Um, and then she, Aurora wins immunity because Victoria slips. And that saved her ass because if she did not win, she would definitely be going home because people were very upset. <laughs> yeah, I think she would have been a target. And then she gets Aubrey's extra vote. And then we got into the interesting Ron and Eric's plan to get people to vote with them is threatening them with the family visit. Not threatening them, but no, that's, threatening them. that's the carrot that they're dangling in front of them yeah. to not turn on them. They keep saying, yes, but if you stick with us, you get to see your family. I didn't think it was a horrible like- idea. The problem was that it was too, and I and I blame this a little bit on like Ron Clark's like 
whole educational background and the way he kind of does things where he keeps talking about it. And so once you figure out that that's what he's doing, you can't unhear it. And yeah. then you're like, oh, he's just constantly doing this to make me not want to turn on him. And yeah. that and that there's that really great moment. Who tells um, Julia that they that Eric and Ron have a final two? Wardog. Oh yeah, this was Wardog's good plan. Wardog played a very good game. This was Wardog's episode, which really surprised me, given the fact he's been doing so bad before this. (laughs) So like, Wardog was looking for cracks with Julia and Gavin, and kept telling them like, "Hey, Eric and Eric and Ron are working together, and their their goal is to get David and Devons in on their plans. So they won't vote out. They won't vote out David and Devons. So Julia believes him." And so she tests the water with Eric by, you know, suggesting that they either vote David or Devons. And then Eric is like, oh, no, we shouldn't do that. Mm-hmm. So and she knows that they're yeah. using them for votes. Um, then I put Rick telling everyone he's against ties. Ties? Like neckties? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Wait, you want to look at this note? Is he talking about ties like in the game? I don't remember. One note I have is I forget who it was. Or it says againsties. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, Eric telling everyone he's againsties. <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah. Yeah. It says Rick telling everyone he's against Lesu. So he's telling everyone he's not voting with Lesu. Okay. And then, uh, oh, then I have David didn't want to agree with Wardog. That was the moment where War- he was like, ah, oh, shit, Wardog has a good plan. That was funny. And then this is the tribal, and David saying, don't just vote to get to the family vote, you know, because you're doing that and your resume- resumes are blank. He goes, Pe- people's resume- resumes are blank right now, is what he tells them. Kind of like a little threat. Um, then they vote, I guess, because that's the next note that I have. <laughs> As I just wrote down... Lauren gotta stop looking at Kelly when Jeff asks for idols. <laughs> Cause every time he's like, does anyone have an idol? She always looks directly at Kelly. So they vote out Eric, sadly, RIP. And uh, yeah. Yeah. I think it's safe to say that they probably should have waited another week. They still would have had the numbers to make the flip and they would have had I don't know, a better time afterwards. So. Do you have the votes? Can you pull up the yeah, votes? Yeah, I can pull them up. Okay, so Aurora, David, Gavin voted for Eric. Julie voted for Lauren. Kelly and Lauren voted for Eric. Okay, can you not read it that way? How do you want me to read it? Who all voted for Eric? <laughs> what? Who all voted for Eric? Aurora, David, Gavin, Kelly, Lauren, uh, Victoria, Wardog, and Julia. So Julie and Ron and Devins voted together? Julie, no. Julie, Ron, and Devins got blindsided. Devins was shook, and then I wrote, you idiot. Devins was real shook. And then hashtag blindside. Of course. And then I realized that Eric... That Aurora did not release any chickens, but Eric had released his chickens in that conversation with Julia because that was his downfall. True. 
I feel like he didn't have many chickens. He had one chicken, and then he left it. He let it out. But it was it was the moment when Julia was talking to him and tested the waters with Eric. That that's that's my, when his chicken. My guess loose. is he went after Eric because he was a threat to win an immunity. He he would he's... he would have won immunity more than Ron would. Right. So they were like, we'll just get rid of Ron later. later. But um, so I said, oh, to be a fit white man on Survivor, it's difficult. <laughs> yeah. Okay, good. It didn't. Oh, it, people always want you to get voted out. Because as I was speaking, mean. I, it, I guess it went out as I was saying that, and I was like, "Ooh, did this just bomb?" Or no, we just didn't. Hear it. <laughs> <laughs> um, we were talking about how Ron and Eric both released their chickens this week, but Ron was able to capture them. Yeah, he... or keep one or two behind, and Eric, Eric's got out. Yes. Um, and then I put everyone's faces are so funny, and you can actually see the moment where Eric realized that he was going to be voted out. Yeah, that was fun. Uh, um, Devin's did. De- Devin's didn't let out a chicken this week, but he still has some more. Yeah, he has lots <laughs> of chickens. <laughs> yeah, he has a lot. He had some to spare. He let one go. Um, That's my favorite thing. Is I love it. Um. When, like, the way you read votes is, like, once you, like, you're, at a certain point, once your name gets read twice in a row, it officially becomes you going home. And that's what, you can tell Joe knew that everyone had voted for Julia by the way the votes were being read, because he goes, oh, they all turned on her. Yeah. And the next vote. Because, <laughs> like, yeah. he's not, if, like, if it's, like, a 9-2-2 to two to two vote, he's not gonna save, like, one of the two until, like, one of the last ones. Right. So at some point you like, th- there's a moment where you realize. Yeah. It was like, it was Eric's second vote is when he realized that he was going home. I, kind of going into this episode, I, right before we started, I told Tyler, I was like, I bet I'm losing a tribe member this year. Or this, yeah. uh, this episode. I think she, you I, said I, it like, before, could, we, before a tribe walk. I, I think I said, I felt it before we watched it. And I was like, as soon as Aurora won immunity, I was like, oh, I, I'm done. Yeah. It was ab- about damn time. <laughs> <laughs> I had a really good run. But I was like, because I knew it wasn't going to last. And I was like, I feel like this is the episode. Well, and then the worst part is based on episode two, it seems like your team's about to real, like, really have some hard times going for them. Oh, I know. <laughs> um... And Aubrey and Joe were loving it, and Aubrey did a little jig when uh, Eric got voted out. Mm-hmm. And then Victoria ended up switching and voting with Eric, and she didn't want to beforehand. That's episode seven. Yeah, I before the vote, I wrote it. It's so dumb to not play the idol, but I guess I was wrong. But it yeah. felt dumb. It did feel dumb. Every time it feels dumb. Oh, and you're forgetting the best part of this episode. When Eric gets to extin- or Isle of Extinction and says, like, oh, this is cool. And then Reem goes, dude, don't get excited. <laughs> yeah. I love when Reem says, dude. <laughs> dude. I saw a um, meme that was comparing her to, like, the Steve Buscemi meme. Where it's like, what's up, my dudes? <laughs> that is accurate. <laughs> Reem is on extinction I'm like what, uh, how, how are you doing fellow challenge yeah. threats <laughs> <laughs> and now officially I wrote, I wrote it down later on the episode 
But at the beginning of episode eight is when I realized that all of the hot people are on the edge of extinction. <laughs> and now the hottest one still in the game is Gavin. <laughs> Hottest guy. He got. I I noticed it when Jeff was like putting the immunity idol around him. I was like, "Damn, Gavin, you got an island hot." He did, and guess what? So has David. We think that David has gotten sad dad bod hot, (laughs) (laughs) and I keep saying it's not just dad hot; it's sad dad hot. There's David doesn't seem like a sad person, but when you just see him walking around camp, his aesthetic is somebody who's lost everything. <laughs> there, wasn't, there wasn't a reward challenge this week, was there? I don't think, I don't not. think so. In fact, I think I think that this was like the next day. No, because I, I remember looking, like, I remember thinking the episode felt short as they were going to Tribal Council, and I was like, that's because there was oh, so shit, much time for Tribal. 30 minutes of Tribal. Right, I didn't realize how much was left until we got to that act break, and I was like, "Oh shit, there's more." Uh, but but uh, speaking apparently, of... this happened right away. I like they didn't. This wasn't a full three days. Well, that that always happens. Is like it starts off being three days between stuff, but then it really starts to pay, speed up. Yeah. So. But uh, speaking of Island just... Hot, I had one more thing. I saw. Uh, I think it was. I think it was a picture Devin's tweeted. It was of him and Gavin, and it was like he captioned it. It was like. Him saying to Gavin, it was like, how have you been on this island and not grown a beard? And then it was like Gavin saying back, how have you been on this island and not lost any weight? <laughs> <laughs> he said that to who? No, it, it, it was like shit. a made-up thing. No, it was a made-up thing Devin's tweeted. Oh. But it, oh. it just made me laugh. That's but the, the the funny thing about Devin's is... He got hot. Okay, you know what? Just, we're going to well, talk gonna, about it We're going to talk about it now. Let's just go ahead and so, talk about it now. During It was during the immunity challenge. Immunity? The beginning when me and... <laughs> what? You said immunity. <laughs> it was during the immunity challenge. <laughs> <laughs> immunity. Uh, when me and... I started ta- talking about it. I was like, you know Gavin is the hottest one still. still and then we were like, oh, shit. And then we were like, well, first of all, we were like, Edge of Extinction is a very hot island right now. Yeah, everyone on Edge of Extinction oh. Island. It's just the good yeah. old sexy Rematch. time. I stick him over him's name, but everybody else is very hot. Yeah. Ooh, and the people agree at the party. <laughs> They're so, like, no, they, they were defending Reem. They're like, we love no. Reem. Reem's hot. So this is the definitive list. Um, chime, chime in if once you hear it, if you have anything you want to contest. Quinn. Yeah. Okay. But this is we, my, This is the whole... This is just the men still in the game Okay. that me and Tyler ranked. Number one is Gavin. He's the hottest. And then two, we go right into David. David's the second hottest. Then we get Devin's. Then Ron, then Wardog. <laughs> Wardog is last. He's I, the least hot. I'm going to disagree. I, I'm i going to... You're wrong, but go ahead. I, I would have to put Wardog second. Nah, I just... We, here's we the thing. We, we, we feel nothing for Wardog. <laughs> That's um, fair. Attraction-wise. My thing is um, David is not only small... But, but also old. <laughs> that's what he's he's getting this weird vibe that is kind of endearing. I'm telling you, it's it's the sad dad. He looks like he's starring in a Kenneth Lonergan movie. <laughs> Thank you, Quinn, for appreciating that joke. <laughs> and then I mean, I was just imagining Manchester by the Seam the same, except David instead of Casey Affleck. Oh my God, Manchester by the Ream. <laughs> Okay, I I would, the only way I would change this list is if I would put Devin's in front of David. 
I would. I, I think I would too. Yeah. For me, it'd be Gavin Wardog. His personality makes him soar a little bit higher. But also, he did look real good at Tribal. Ooh, and he, he has, like, the little bit of rage he inside did. of him we saw with his conversation with Wardog. Oh, yeah. He got, he was real hot. He was yeah. much better looking, I think, than even last week this week, and I don't know why. So, but Ron is definitely bottom two. Okay, no, no offense to him, just, like, much older than us. Yeah. And I just, we just real we just feel zero for Wardog. So he's, he's hanging out at the bottom. So that's that's our men list, and then you know when you ca- capture in everybody, this was our top five. Number one is Lauren. I agree. Two is yeah, Gavin. I was gonna say, Lauren, when you were Lauren's just talking about number one with the bullet. Yeah, Lauren is yeah, just well, the hottest. When you were talking, you're like Gavin's the hottest. I'm like, okay, what about Lauren? And then you said only men. And I was like, oh, okay, well, only I, men. I, Lauren, I'm better Lauren now. Is, <laughs> Lauren's the hottest, hands down. Then we have Gavin. Then we have Victoria, because solely based I, on her aesthetic. I was going to switch yeah. Victoria for Gavin. I was. I think I would. Okay, that's, yeah. we'll accept that. We'll accept that. Um, and then Kelly and then Aurora. That's our top five list. I would put... I think I would put Julie above Kelly. For me. Interesting. I think I w- would... But you have also famously said that you don't like anyone under six foot. <laughs> that, I mean, it's uh, that's fair. I am being hypocritical. <laughs> she's very tiny. <laughs> see, it's, that's another thing where she's just older than us. Uh, see, see, the only thing that's more important than height to me is good hair. Mm. Like, a, and I don't think Kelly has nice hair. That's that, that might be a Kelly. I mean, that's fair. Kelly's hair like isn't great. Hair. <laughs> she doesn't know what she's doing. That's what. Yeah. I mean, that's what kind of helps Lauren out a lot is her hair. She's well, just her hair. everything. She's very attractive. She's very attractive. <laughs> she's very good looking. Victoria's um, Victoria's hair and Victoria's whole aesthetic is just wonderful. Yeah. I I did write a note, but the boots that she wore to tribal were. Uh, very great. Where is she getting these boots? <laughs> <laughs> they were like giant combat boots that she has not worn at any point <laughs> until now. <laughs> All, right. All right. So, so yeah, that is the list. Fields and every, snuff. And once again, yes, hot. everyone on uh, Extinction Island is hot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're gonna start a boy band. It's gonna be Chris, Joe, Eric, and Aubrey. I love it. And I would. And I would go broke from going to see all of their concerts. <laughs> what are they called? So, uh, uh, Ty, you wanna? I'm thinking. A white flag? Nah, mm. they're not the quitters. That's that's um. White flag is Keith and Wendy's like indie duo. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh. The Blindsiders. Um, uh. Stair- stairway to Devons. <laughs> what are they? What are they gonna do when they get there? <laughs> I don't know. How you about other stairs on Extinction Island? That's what I was going for. The, the and Devons one, and that's what they're all aspiring to. So stairway to Devon. The Dodo Birds. Mm. Um. The the snuff furs. I like something in the something in the blind sides. Aubrey and the Blindside Boys. <gasps> yes. Yeah. Aubrey and the Blindsides. 
Yeah. Blindside boards. Alright. And then Re- Reem's that. like the manager that's like you see yelling all the time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's she's the uh she's the roadie who's like, dude, you're on my wires. <laughs> so this episode starts out with Ron yelling at Gavin. He Gavin had to go to the principal's yeah, office. Yeah, Gavin had to go to the principal's office, first thing, which I love. <laughs> um, that should have been Eric. the reason they voted out Ron instead of Eric was having to have that conversation. Um, yelling at Gavin for voting for Eric. And then Gavin met with Lesu and was talking about maybe working with them plus Victoria and Julia. I just wrote... Th- oh, whatever was happening on Edge of Extinction, I don't remember what, but I just wrote this making the island look real bad. Just ev- so I don't know what that was. Uh, just in general, uh, maybe? It um, was. And then Chris f- caught a stingray somehow. <laughs> Eric was really thinking about quitting until that. Until He's like, I'm going to tell my kids that, you know, sometimes life gets hard, but then Chris is going to ca- catch a sk- stingray and everything's going to be fine. <laughs> my, they, they were, like, excited about the stingray, but I was like, I would much rather eat the fish he's also carrying. But also, it's like, how do you even eat a stingray? I don't know. How much meat is on a stingray. It's, it's is it poison? Is there poison in the stingray? Do you need to remove the poison sack? I would have. I've always thought the stingrays were poisonous, but I've never. But also, it's like, is are all of them? I feel like all of the thin part of the stingray is not good to eat. It, I would think. Maybe, maybe it's like, maybe you could do like a jerky with it. <laughs> Can they sue V? <laughs> yeah, what are they cooking with? I believe they have fire and then also stick. And they have a <laughs> pot that has been scraped thoroughly by no. Victoria. <laughs> no, that's not on Extinction Island. I know. I just wanted to make a reference to that. So. I don't. Like, should we just get to tribal? That's the most important thing. Gavin yeah, won Gavin immunity. Was, Gavin won immunity. Um, Jeff was very sweaty. Oh, he was wet. Did not notice that. I, I did. Too. And then Devin wants um, the power three broken up. Then we have a scene where everyone's sitting around talking, and that's when Kelly and David know that something's not right because everyone's so quiet. Here's my thing. Why are they all such bad liars? <laughs> yeah. It's, like, insane to me that they just be like, you know what our best strategy is? To completely ignore their existence. That's going to work out well After for us. After saying that we're voting with them, let's just stop talking. Yeah. Yeah, it's funny how quickly these these kids went from being like, wow, they're really great at Survivor, to wow, they really fucked everything up for Oh my god, it was so dumb. It happens so quickly. So everybody, nobody... The the, the 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 comma comma four would you call it would you say Aurora Julia uh, Gavin and um, Victoria. Victoria I don't know if Aurora is as much of part of that group or at least before this episode definitely wasn't I would she say. seems like she was in this episode um or even that she didn't seem I don't know because like Aurora Anyways. was Joe's person yeah and she got and she got blindsided by the other commas so this is a situation they're in where at tribal wait so let's outline the the plans that were being thrown out before we get right that's what i was saying at tribal it seemed like nobody like there must have been a plan going around but it definitely seemed like they those four had not really talked much to anybody else no so comma as a whole had a group to get out David. 
I, I couldn't tell if it was going to be David or Wentworth was the original plan. I still well, they I'm kept not they kept saying David, but that was apparently to throw Wentworth off the scent, and I think maybe that's what was it. Julia and Aurora were maybe trying to split votes. Maybe that was the plan. That might have been to, it. A split. That vote. that must have been the plan was to split the votes between Kelly and David. So if somebody played an idol, one of them would go home. Yeah. Who were David and Devin's going to vote for? I thought Kelly. I think that maybe that's what they said. Maybe they said you guys vote for Kelly, and then they told the other ones you guys vote for David. Yeah, I thought it was like War Dog and um, War Dog Kelly and Lauren were told David, and then Dave and Devons were told Kelly, and then they like. So that's why there's so much confusion going into this tribal. Is that the plan is to split votes, and other people don't know that the plan is to split votes between different people. So I think that's why everybody is nervous and afraid of what's going on when you get to this. Yeah. Because no one was talking. Because nobody was talking to each other after that initial plan. So so Kelly's not sure. Because she only And nobody's talked to talking them. to her because they she is her. on the chopping block. Yeah, because they talked to her once and then they didn't. They ignored her. Yeah. And same thing with David. So they both know that their names have been thrown out. Right. They know because they know they've been there before so they see right through it. And then they don't help their case by not doing anything. Well, yeah. Then Julia no, must this, have no, this been... No, is, this is where... I mean, that's what you were going to say. Well, I was going to say was, I kind of think Julia was the one who was behind this plan. Oh, yes. That's what yeah. I'm saying. And she was, you know, we, we they keep kind of talking about, like, like everybody's trying to um, build their resume. I think that Julia is not only the person behind this plan, but this is her big resume plan is this move. Yeah, and yeah. she during the tribal it has no chill. It is very bad at no. at pulling this plan off. It all starts because she's so nervous it's not going to work that she ends up blowing it up. It all starts where Julie has a breakdown and she's crying and she's upset because she was left out of the vote last time and she was told a plan but she doesn't know if it's the real plan or if she was being lied to and blindsided again and she's freaking out. She doesn't know who to trust. She can't trust anybody. And during this, t when she says, like, oh, I was told a plan, um, Kelly turns to Julia and says, are we still good? And Julia says, yes, we're good. And that was, I think that was the inciting incident to where everything fell apart. This is, this is the beginning of the end yeah. for Julia. This, but this is, Julia has her hand on the gate. She hasn't opened it yet. <laughs> so then, she, then she takes a little crack. <laughs> she, she's holding it. She's holding on to it. Jeff sees this conversation happening. It's like, oh, I'm gonna fucking talk about that. Shit. So I'm gonna blow this. I'm gonna blow this spot. Yeah, up. Let's see how Julia handles this. You can't do things in front of Jeff. <laughs> so he goes, Julia, or Julie, while you were while you were crying and pouring your heart out, people were laughing. Oh yeah, it, right. it, I, no, I think there was. They talked, and then there was another time they laughed. I think those well, those were two different moments. No, it was no, like no, a conversation where oh, was Julia laughed because yeah. what happened was Kelly like turns to Julia. And Julia is like, answers her and then laughs. See, yeah, what, she's like, "Are we good?" And she's like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah we're good. That's, we're good." That's why I thought Kelly was the plan. And then laughs about it. That's why I think Kelly was the original plan is because like Julia was such a bad liar. She was like laughing no, in Kelly's face. I think Kelly was going home. And that's why maybe I think we figured on, this out. I think the plan is Julia orchestrated a plan where they lied to each other, to the other people so that they would. They both would both other. think the other person was on the chopping block, but they were actually splitting votes so that if anybody played an idol between them, they would 
they would just take out the other person. Yeah, because yeah, later, later Victoria says, well, I told them David. So that doesn't necessarily mean that that was the plan. She goes, well, I yeah. told them David. Well, I, that's why I think Kelly was, like, going to be the one who got more votes in case neither played an idol to ensure Kelly was the one going home. Yeah. Because, so then, so that was, uh, so Jeff goes, hey, Julie, while you're, while you're having this heartfelt moment, people are laughing at you. Julia, why were you laughing? And then, <laughs> Jeff, what a fucking asshole. I love and Jeff. And then this is when Julie just kicks that gate open. <laughs> and Julie go, Julia goes, well, Kelly asked me if we were still good, and then I said yes. Why in the fucking world would you say that out loud at a tribal? Here's what I think is happening. Again, assuming that what I think is happening is happening. Julia still thinks that, and we'll use the analogy from tribal, She's in the pilot seat and she's driving. So she thinks, oh, you know what? I'm just going to use this to get the thing off of me so it doesn't seem like I was laughing. I'll make it seem like Kelly's in the position of power. And, and, and I'll put the blame over on Kelly. So she thinks she's safe, but she's not. She thinks she's handling the situation by throwing that out there, making it seem like there's a plan going on. But it backfires immediately. But it was like, well, I don't still see any reason why she would... Like, she was like... It's one thing to be like, oh, this is what Kelly said. But it's another thing to be like, and I told her yes. And then everyone starts, like, giving looks to each other. And it's like, do you... Are you trying to, like, make... Like, what was the point of saying that? I, I think like it I was said, just trying... It was her doing a very poor job at trying to, like, move on from that. Just be like, give a brief sample... Like, let's talk about something else. But it was, like, a very bad job. But she was trying to be transparent, I think. And I think the problem is that she was saying something that I think in her head, as the person who had masterminded this plan, she thought saying this would still work for the plan. But it clearly didn't. Yeah. Because because especially because these players are, especially because she's trying to get out David and Kelly, who have been there before and they know what's up. So they immediately suspect something is wrong with this. You can even see Kelly's eyes make this yeah. thing where she like looks up after Julie says that where she goes that didn't make any fucking sense. Yeah, why think... would you say that if you were if we were on a plan? Why would you say that? And now she thinks that she's the target. Well, because yeah. Julie Julie was not working with Kelly. Yeah. So Julie saying, "Oh, I I was told a plan." Julia makes... or Julie. It gets confusing. You were just saying. You were yeah. just saying. Kelly rolled her eyes up when Julie said that. When Julia. When Julia said what? When Julia said we were, I told Kelly that we were good on the plan. Okay, yeah. Kelly looks yeah. up thinking and why, she like realizes, why would you say that if yeah, that was the why, plan? If, if you were actually trusting and working with someone, you wouldn't blow them up like right. that. Right. And yeah. so now she knows that that was a lie. And, I, and credit to Kelly. I think Kelly's shown She's one of the best survivor players at sensing exactly when she's in trouble. Yes. And also not good. doing anything stupid after that. Yeah. And yeah, doing the right things to protect herself. Except that one time, well, I I, I still think that one time, like episode one with Wendy, she kind of lost her cool a little bit. Yeah. We'll see that yeah, that, that was, was uh, fine. that was getting back into it. That was, uh, she, you know. she was, she was readjusting. Yeah. yeah. So then Aurora talks and is just talking about how Lesu are aren't are cracking and, and trying to vote each other out, essentially, is what she was saying. And then 
um, gets, and then moves on from that and starts talking about how, oh, there's people, you know, they're not a shark or a minnow because of David's analogy. It's like, they came over when just, he was pooping. They're just, yeah. They're just like in the ocean and they're causing co- problems, causing chaos. And for some reason, her saying this strikes a chord in Julia, even though it means nothing. Well, no, because I think, because again, so I have to watch this tribal again with my new theory of what's happening. I think what Julia. I think Aurora makes it seem like there might be other things. There might be other people who are being the targets right now. And Julia reads that as, oh no, Aurora is revealing my plan, my mastermind plan that that I can't let get out or it's not going to work. That there's more than one plan. Right. Because then, so then she goes, you're spilling the beans. And then Aurora's like, no, I'm not. Um, I don't think anyone sees that though. But... But so Aurora starts talking about how Lesu is isn't working together and they should be. And Devons is like, You're right, Aurora. There's five of us from Lesu, and then there's two people who you left out of a vote, so let's all work together. I love he goes, he goes, it seems to me like there's like this group of commas who don't want us to do who don't don't want us to pay attention to them. That you guys want nothing to do with us. And then there's two of you and five of us, and that's seven. So we can do whatever we want tonight. And then Julia. And then Julia goes, shut up, Rick. You're just a passenger. That was good. (laughs) And that's when all of the chickens have run out of the game. She has has begun the process of of loosening all her chickens. The chickens are outside the gate at this point. (laughs) She opens the gate wide and says, come on out. (laughs) They're out. They're out. They're all out. I almost felt bad because it, it was like, just I feel for Julia just one moment where she's like I'm losing grip I have to like recontrol and then she just way overshot she she fucks up so bad here and I think the big part of it so she starts she starts being really condescending to Rick to Rick in a way that clearly like anybody like recognizes it and Rick the way he plays it recognizes it basically saying oh it doesn't really doesn't seem like Julia wants us to do this hey we can hear you you're Can you back. Hear us? Okay. Yeah. Julia Julia's like clearly she she's being defensive in a way where she's being condescending to him and basically saying like, "Oh, don't listen to him. He's crazy." He doesn't he, what he's saying is stupid. It doesn't make any sense. And then she's like and then Rick's but, so Rick's trying to be like, "Hey, the seven of us, we should all work together." And then she goes, um, you're just being paranoid because you weren't talked to. Like, you don't have a plan. And he's like, right, so I should be trying to get a plan. <laughs> yeah. Like, what do you mean by that? So then everybody, and then Wardog jumps on this immediately, starts talking to Ron and Julie. Exactly. And Julie, we know, is like, is on the edge of jumping ship with these people. And Julie's ready once- to go. Yeah, and so once Wardog starts talking to them, and now this really opens up the and possibilities. And they all start, like, yelling at her, which, why? I don't know why they thought that would work. And then she goes, I'm ready to jump ship, and then runs over and sits on David's lap. Right. It was so fun. I really liked Julie in this episode. She was she was great. I And I love how, like, so, like, Julia really... I can't wait. I'm going to, even though we just watched this before we started recording, now I feel I really think we've cracked the case on this one. I think I've really figured out what Julia, happened. yeah, it was. And I think that if you watch Julia, she is so fucking bitter and angry that her plan has fallen apart because of all this bullshit. And she thinks that it can still work, but she's pissed at everybody on her own group. And that is why she's coming off. Then she's yelling at Julie. 
Yeah. She's yelling at Julie. She's irritated. She's belittling people. You kick one? Yeah, no. I don't know. I said yes, then also no. It's just, <laughs> it's the Ohio in me jumping out again. Yeah, no, nah, I'm good. Oh. Okay. <laughs> oh. So, so then, so, so the plan's pretty much blown. Everyone's Gavin, talking to each other. The uh, people from Extinction Island are freaking the fuck out watching that it. That was so much fun. Aubrey was losing her goddamn mind. She loved every minute of it. And then at one oh, point, Aubrey uh, was on a roller coaster. <laughs> I'm glad, like, I'm sad popcorn. Aubrey's not in the game anymore, but I'm loving every minute of watching her just watch this season play out in real time because she's having a blast. And then, oh, uh, yeah. At one point, Julia goes, I told them David. And David just goes, I heard that. And, Julia, and Victoria's like, well, whatever at this point. Oh, I, my favorite moment was when David's like, this is what I was talking about with why I'm loving David and Kelly's relationship. When she was like, yeah, it was you. And he's like, thanks for telling me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And that, uh, before it all started getting chaotic is when he was like, hi, remember me? <laughs> <laughs> And then, and then right when he does that, they're like, uh, the other group were like, hey, Devin's and David, come over here. And then he goes, okay, hold on, I'll be right back. <laughs> yeah. I love this travel so much. It's so great. Everyone's talking to each other. We take a fucking commercial break, which is incredible. That's insane that there was a commercial break during tribal council. Should yeah. I speak oh, louder? so great. <laughs> you're good, what you're is good. That? What is that noise? Uh, it, oh my god, my roof. <laughs> my ceiling is like going up and down because people are jumping. That's concerning. Oh wow, I've never if noticed somebody that crashes before. through your your ceiling while you're playing, that's gonna be incredible. While you're podcasting, that's I bet like, that's never happened before. Here's the thing: that's exhausting for me, though. <laughs> yeah, he's gonna have to deal with that later. Like, uh, where do I sleep? Like, <laughs> <laughs> honestly, my room's thing. pretty dirty as is. It's, I All might right, have to, like, so. sleep on the couch for a while. It's, like, a whole... I didn't have to sleep on my couch one time when I locked myself out of my room. <laughs> I, I Don't college. worry. My, my I locked myself out of my room, too, and I had to kick in the door. So it doesn't lock anymore. <laughs> we had a... Someone had changed my lock for my room, like, the person that had it the year before, and put in a key lock instead of the one where you can just put in a push pin. Yeah. Or a paperclip. And then, um, so it was, it, like, it just would not work because the lock was stronger. Oh, yeah. And we had to give up and I slept on the couch in my jeans. Oh, no. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> it was actually after Backburner's first ever solo performance. I locked Aww. myself out of that room. And then the maintenance guy came that. in the morning and then yelled at me because we didn't report that someone had changed the lock. And I was like, well, I didn't know that. So um, everyone's freaking out, running around, and then they sit down, and Wardog goes, all right, let's vote. And then Julia goes, shut up, Wardog. And, and everyone loses their goddamn minds. And that's when the chickens hadn't gone away from the gate far enough, so Julia punted them into the ocean. That's when it ended for her. <laughs> that's when the chickens so, like, loop back around and start like pecking at her ankles. <laughs> yeah. Um, that was that was the final nail in the coffin. She's fully on her petard. <laughs> fully 
really on her. <laughs> <laughs> Why did you forget what the definition of that is? Like, like, <laughs> <laughs> on the petard. I know what it means, but I anytime I say that sentence, I can only imagine someone being hoisted by a stick. Yeah, it's like a pike in my head, <laughs> but it's not what it is. Um, yeah. So then... See, I unfortunately they... think a noose. Oh, no! <laughs> That's I just, my it's vision. The hoist, it's the hoist. I imagine, like, a flagpole, and you're on the top of the flagpole. Like, you were hoisted. <laughs> I'm imagining someone, like, a taking a noose and yanking you up. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Hoisting. None of them, it's, none of it's right. Um, so, uh, they use the two-piece idol for David. And Devin's is also smart, and it's like, hey, look, no more secrets going out. You know? I like I that. Think... That's the way they framed that. Go ahead, Quinn. I think it was super dumb of them to play the idol. I do too. I feel like there's no way that they weren't going to be voted for. There was, especially yeah. after, like, your, the people who you, was, told you your face, you were the plan, but, like, let's come up with something new. They wouldn't do that if they, that's way too advanced of a scheme if they were actually going to vote you out. Yeah. What was that? Lauren like, is drinking iced coffee. It sounded like, like a dog lapping up water. Sounded <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like you're putting some sunscreen on. Don't do it. I ruined Lauren's ice coffee before she gets to get anymore. But yeah, I don't think they, especially since like everyone was so panicking that like it wasn't like a fancy gameplay where they were lying to some people. Yeah. Like, no one had the time or like the patience to do that. Yeah. So there, so I, it was. I was it. so surprised when they did. Um, and then, uh, so Aurora voted for David, and when the David vote was read. Kelly was just started freaking out in a, in a suspicious way. <laughs> I thought she should, she was like, oh my god, who voted for David? Who I love that she said David? who voted for David out loud because it really blew up the spot that everybody had voted for Julia. <laughs> 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 and then Because she assumed I guess she assumed was Kelly no. David was the first vote. Yeah. And then Kelly was the second vote. And then yeah. she started getting So didn't nervous. she? I think she was nervous that things hadn't gone the way, and but then all the rest of the votes were Julia. And then all the like, rest were okay. And then because of the way it was voted, Joe knew that they had all turned on Julia. Yeah, because they turned on her, <laughs> which I liked. And then, so she walks out, and then the best moment happens where uh, Julia's torch was snuffed, and she walks away. She says her goodbyes. And then Wardog turns and goes, Rick Devins. Yeah, <laughs> that's my favorite part. Rick Devins, I think, gets fucking Devins. so much it. credit for just really making this episode sing and, like, opening this game up because things could have gone a certain way and I really think Rick Devins coming up with that realization that if we all just put our shit behind us and vote right now for somebody, we'll all be in a better place. Yeah. What What's so crazy about this season is there are, like, a legitimate large amount of people left that I can all see winning. Yeah. Yeah. It can really go anywhere. Who do you that's a good let's let's talk about that. Who do you who do you think has a shot still? Um let me look at who's still in. I would say I genuinely think everyone, actually, now that I'm looking at maybe not I'd say on the edge are Aurora and Julie, but other than that, I think everyone's still got a chance. I don't see Ron winning. I I forgot about point. Ron. 
I well, if he turns it know. around from this point and like ends up right. back on top, he could win. He needs to have that moment that Devin said where things click and he realizes like whatever he's doing isn't working and he needs to change some shit around. Um, he, I also think that Ron could get lucky if like. He ends up in a situation where, because he's probably not a threat in challenges, that they he kind of gets ignored as a threat, and maybe he can do some talking because I feel like he might be good at that. But we'll see. Yeah. Um, Lauren, I think, really has a good shot. Um, I think Kelly or David, if they're there at the end, and the people are still interested in voting for somebody who's a returner, I, I could see them. I still think in. anyone if anyone from Lasso makes it to the end they're winning. Even Wardog? I mean, oh, no no one's voting for Wardog. Oh, yeah. Well, no Wardog no seems like he might Wardog. be a target this week. Um cuz he he, he had a really good two episodes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And 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 that's that he did well in this one too. I mean, he's still really bad at challenges, so that wasn't great, but he played tribal very well. Um because it was Rick throwing it out there, but Wardog had to start acting on it when he did, Rick I think, to make the, it real. Rick was the pat, the in the driver's seat. He's yeah. trying to drive. Right. But Wardog was like his navigator in the passenger seat with the map. Yeah. Yeah, he, he plugged in the GPS. And Julia was locked in the back seat. <laughs> Wardog's the map quest, quest lady. Yeah. Julia was shoved in the trunk. Um, she should have punched out the taillight. Yep. A hundred percent, and she did not. She just she, she decided she's like you know what just said, I'm just gonna see what happens. I'm just gonna see how this goes. Um, Maybe they're taking me to a nice dinner. <laughs> so, predictions. Or any final words, I guess. Um, just a great season, you know. Yeah, this has been a lot of fun. This tribal really... I'm into it now. I feel like I it started out slow for me. Well, now that we know that it's not going to... Uh, there, there won't be a... I'm going to fuck saying this up and Quincy make fun of me. It's not going to be a paganging, right? Good job. Yeah, I did it. Or like, um, it lo- actually, right now it is one. Because still? we've... But the yeah, other way? Or it, it, okay, it's, it's this thing that's been referred to as by uh this like survivor youtuber i like as a reverse matt sing or not even reverse because so what a matt <laughs> this is a lot sorry what a matt sing is is when there's a tribe that comes in to the merge without the numbers against a tribe that's like never gone to tribal council and because of that and like all the unresolved issues in the tribe that's never gone to tribal council, the bigger tribe ends up losing numbers and the smaller tribe ends up succeeding. And it's happened in a bunch of seasons, Survivor. So that's what's going on. I always... What I always hope, and it seems based on the preview for next week, this is what's happening, though, is that that, that's happening where the big tribe is losing numbers, but now we're getting to, like, an even point. And now it seems like everybody's breaking off into groups that it's mixed of a bunch of different people, which is what I always want to see in Survivor. I want to see people playing together who didn't start out together. Yeah. Who are who are working together and are teaming up. And I think that's way more interesting because that, that oh, let's just keep voting down the line of our group because we'll be safer that way. 
Instead, it's like, well, I'm working with these people and I don't know them so well and things could change. I like that. I think that makes for a better season. And it Hello. seems like if next week... Quinn? It seems like next week, if that's what we're getting, it, it, a bunch of new alliances sprouting out of the dirt. A bunch of new alliances forming and, and that is how everything goes from now on. I think it's going to be a much better season. And that doesn't happen without this tribal going down the way it does. Yeah, I feel like this is one of the first seasons in a long time where this, like, is truly becoming an individual merge. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, the alliances are really starting to blur in a big way, other than, like, your duos. Yeah. It's hard to, like, pinpoint who's working to, with who at a, any given time. Except for, yeah, like, the duos. Like, Gavin and Victoria. Rick and Devin's. Damn it. David and Devin. David, there it is. And, uh... Lauren Kelly and kind of Wardog. But I feel like they'd be willing and to ditch Wardog. kind of and Julie at this point? Yeah. So. Yeah, I think... But Lauren and Kelly would totally be willing to w ditch Wardog at a moment's notice. Yeah. Yes. So who do you think is going to get voted out this week? Um, I'm going to... None of our predictions were right for the last time. Ooh, I don't even know anymore. I'm gonna... Fingers crossed for War Dog. So you're, it's, that's more of your hope than your yeah, guess. But I'm guessing him. Also, I think it'd be funny to see him on Edge of Extinction. The island. I don't think he'll do well. I'm gonna say Aurora. As, as the person who didn't vote with everybody else, I feel like she might be in trouble this week. I'm going to say it's going to be a Rick Redux. Oh, man. I know. I don't want to say it, but I just feel like that's the truth. Nor Norda Boy Redux. <laughs> Norda Boy. You know Boy. <laughs> <laughs> so. Title. What's the title? The title for next week's episode, I closed the tab by accident when I, I went to click on it. I have it open. Oh. It's Blood of a Blindside. Blood of a Blindside. That's a cool B-movie from the 70s, I feel. <laughs> Blood of a Blindside. Rated R. It's definitely like a Vincent Price movie. I think that's something Rick would say. Where I was I'm gonna say David. So I'm just gonna. I'm gonna say. Mm, War Dog. Because I think he's gonna get blindsided and that's why he's gonna say it. And then he also goes home. <laughs> Should we do next week in case we don't show up next week? <laughs> nah. Okay. Uh, it's <laughs> wishful thinking. Do we have anything else that we want to guess? Um, who's gonna release? Who who did release their chickens? I think it's definitely Julia. Yeah, yeah well, I think we agree on that. But one. Who, who, she, she punted hers into the ocean. Yeah, who who will? Who's gonna blow up their game this time? Are we uh, a war dog? <laughs> I was gonna stick. I was gonna stick with my three peat of war dog. I'm gonna go. That's why I wanted to steal it from you. 
I'm gonna go with. I just had somebody in my head. Somebody I think could could I'm gonna say accidentally wrong. function up. I'm gonna say. Wait, I need to see who's in the tribe still. I think that Ron is gonna blow his game up. I literally just said that. <laughs> I'm distracted because of what's happening. I'm also I'm getting a call on our other line. <laughs> That's okay. Then I say Victoria. So, someone just knocked on my door, definitely thinking it was the bathroom. <laughs> someone's in here. Yeah, but someone's in here. Someone's in here. <laughs> I think if if we're if we're finishing up, I'm gonna go soon. So a bunch of uh, drunk. 20 year olds who peaked in high school don't fall through my roof on top of me. Yeah, that's true. At least you can get out of there. Maybe you'll get lucky and you'll be the one falling through your own ceiling. Woo! Well, we can also we can wrap up because we oh. also have to go order food. That'll be perfect. I'll fall right into bed. Alright, thank you guys for listening to this long ass episode of Snuffed. It's been a journey. Follow us on our um, things. Yeah, follow Snuffed Pod. On Twitch. On Twitch? Twit. <laughs> Let's do a um, Twitch where we play video <laughs> games we don't know how to play. There's a there's a survivor or like to play. On, there, online there's a survivor like simulator. We can oh, go we can simulate a survivor on Twitch. You know I've played a survivor simulator seven. <laughs> Come on now. <laughs> yeah, follow follow me on Twitter at Tyler Malterno. I am at Malaterno. Not like the vegetable. Not like the vegetable. <laughs> I'm underscore Quinn Latifah. Uh, Alright, we're gonna wrap this shit up. Thanks guys for listening. Maybe we'll see you next week? Who knows? Who knows? Yes. <laughs> <laughs>